All right, guys, here we go. Nordy's podcast, huge episode. Summer of Star Wars is back with maybe the most famous Star Wars movie. We have all kinds of shows, a bunch of news. Here we go. Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? I am great. I'm happy to be here. Lots to talk about. We have all kinds of things uh, for you guys, including Summer of Star Wars, as we hop into the highest rated Star Wars movie ever, uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Absolutely. Can't wait. Fun watch. Fun watch. So we have lots of stuff. Um, Before we dive into this podcast, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordeast Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nordeast Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, love guys. Our, love our supporters. Love our people. Well, we are trying to support some of our supporters and some of our people with the beer that we're drinking this week. Ryan, what are we drinking? So we're drinking Fulton Band Together IPA. Um, so this is uh, a beer that they're brewing, and they're teaming up with the Minnesota Independent Venue Alliance to bring you this one-of-a-kind IPA in support of their ongoing efforts to preserve and nurture the ecosystem of independent venues and promoters throughout the state of Minnesota. So this is like, okay. try and save the small stage, Yeah. right? Try and help some of these independent artists, independent venues to keep them alive. You know, probably we're on the cusp, if not folded during uh, COVID, but Fulton likes to, to, you know, do good things throughout the community. Yep. And this is a beer that they're going to partner with the, what was it? The independent venue, Minnesota Independent Venue Alliance. Love it. Um, oh, it's a good so beer yeah, too. Yeah, Tasty. it's a decent beer. I like it. It's cool. I believe in this. Um, yeah. Bravo, Fulton. So if you're interested in helping out, you can visit mniva.org. There you go. All right, guys. Here we go. It's time for Do We Care? And we're going to start out with something that we almost for sure care about, and that is the Dune 2 trailer. Uh, it's not two. Dune trailer number two. I'm sorry. Dune <laughs> trailer number two. Not Dune 2. It's I mean, it is Dune 2. I mean, it is the second time they've time made, the same that they've movie, made this same movie. So, okay. um, but yes, the Dune trailer number two. Fuck. Uh, what a trailer. <laughs> this movie looks absolutely beautiful. It's a three and a half minute trailer for a three and a half hour movie. I'm it's sure. So two hours and 40 minutes, I think is what the run I didn't is. even, you know, I was watching it and then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this because I'm going to watch the movie anyways and I'm seeing too much. But damn, did it look good. And who the fuck knows who anybody is anyway? Yeah, I know. Like there's it, a lot of characters. There's a lot of famous fucking actors in this. If movie. you didn't read the books multiple times, then most of the stuff on screen isn't going to really make a difference to you anyway. I think if you read the books, you still would have no fucking it's idea true. what's going on. It's the <laughs> longest, most boring sci-fi book ever. I could not finish it. Okay, a few things because I didn't watch this trailer because you don't watch, you don't trailers. watch trailers. No, yeah. but because also I'm 100 sure I'm seeing this in theaters, and I just. Don't I kind of want to go into it and not really know what I'm seeing? Like it's pretty much universally decided that this movie is going to be fucking sweet. True. So I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna go see it. I'm just gonna go into it blind. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so here's my question for you: Chalamet is how big of a deal? He's a. I mean, as an actor, yeah, he's a big fucking deal. I think he's like 
top billing anytime you need a tiny white man. Like like ten years from now, is he one of the biggest actors in the world? I think he has a lot of potential. I think he, within five years he'll win some kind of major acting award. Okay. So I think he's. I a thought big he was deal. British or French. He's just from like Detroit. No, he's. I thought he was from New York. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's from oh, New yeah, York. He's Remember from, okay, he did okay. that whole thing with like Pete Davidson when he was on SNL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like talking about how like he was from New York and you only know you're from New York if you blah, 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 blah. It wasn't even very funny. Yeah. I was stunned. <laughs> this, the fact that he doesn't have an accent. Yeah. I was like, what? he's going to be one of those like... people that like lives in England for like three months and then yeah. starts having an accent like Madonna did that. Yeah. Um, He'll adopt it. Yeah. yeah as yeah, part yeah. of his persona. Exactly. Yeah. To add to some, you know, mystery. Yeah. I think uh, if he wasn't like so diminutive mm-hmm. in a way, right. I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad actor and anyway, uh, i think he's, he's really just good. 110 pounds maybe it's just he's kind of small yeah but but the ladies love him yeah like he's still a heartthrob i think he's a huge deal yeah and i think he's a heartthrob he's already done a lot of like <laughs> okay he's already done a lot of big movies and i think this is going to escalate escalate him even further yeah. okay okay so 10 years from now who is a bigger deal um chalamet uh uh, gosh, what's his name? Spider Man, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland, Tom Holland, or Robert Pattinson? Uh, like, put him in order of like who's the biggest deal out of the three. Robert Pattinson, Chalamet, Holland. Agreed. And is Holland- especially once Tom Holland or maybe yeah, Timothy Chalamet. I think he's gonna get the new Black Panther role. I think he's gonna. <laughs> that's gonna be. That's gonna really launch him to the stratosphere. He can do anything. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but that's, I mean, you definitely listed like three of like three the same guys on the same corner that are all fighting for the same spots. They kind all get like, the same roles. Kind of like um, Damon, Pitt, uh, Leo, Norton, Norton, Affleck, okay. Clooney sure. times where they're all kind of like duking it out for the same things kind of. Or they all just like make movies together. Yeah. Like, like the oceans. They, I just like when they do that. Um, all right, cool. Well, we'll move on. Well, from there. yeah, the, the fucking, the movie's going to be great. Just get your tickets now. We care Dune a lot. Two. <laughs> Dooner. Uh, all right. Next up, another movie. Speaking of Affleck and speaking of Damon, um, their movie is coming out in October, The Last Duel. It's about the last um, duel that was allowed with knights in France, in like medieval France, like before it became illegal. And it's about like this um, woman, this one man challenges another man to a duel claiming that he raped his wife. And then you're going to get three different perspectives on the events from like the two men and from the wife. And it's like supposed to be the three writers of the story. Um, this movie looks batshit crazy. Like I, I can see how maybe they just wanted to be like really historically accurate, but they made these actors look crazy. Like, did you see Ben Affleck in the trailer? He looks weird. He looks so weird. And then Matt Damon has like the craziest mullet I've ever seen. And he just looks like portly and old i don't even know what they're doing but isn't it like a big time director yeah i was just pulling that up okay no it's uh, is it's it, oh, ridley scott it's ridley scott yeah. right? no it's ridley scott but it's written by this woman um and then damon and uh affleck the three of them wrote it nicole holoff center yeah the three of them wrote the movie and they each wrote a different perspective oh, in the movie that's so so weird. so so damon wrote his perspective yeah. someone wrote uh oh fuck what's his name ben affleck no from star wars uh kylo ren 
Okay. His Adam Driver. Adam Driver's perspective. So that was written by Affleck. And then they wrote oh. Jody Comer's Jody Comer's Which perspective. was written by this Nicole. By Nicole. Yeah. And okay. so the three of That's them so each weird. What a fucking weird way. This movie is probably going to suck. I just I think don't it's going to so. suck. I think it's going to be cool because like there's just too much star power connected to it for it to like be truly bad, I think. Mm. I think I, I think, think the matters. worst part of the movie will be Ben Affleck without question yeah but i think you guys like jodie comer and she's fantastic uh whatever killing eve yes matt damon has chops adam driver has chops ridley scott is a pretty good director overall um i know you're not a big period piece guy jimmy channels right it's got to be the right setting but i feel like you see gladiators a banger there's certainly always exceptions i just like don't get too excited by it especially one like this that looks to be very historically accurate could be a little slow for my taste it might be slow but i think Eric's talking about when they break this up into like maybe three different parts. Yeah. And kind of intertwine them and then they all kind of come together at the end. I think it might be a really cool way to tell a story. And I'm pretty excited about this movie. I'm excited. Last Duel 2? I think it's going to be Last Duel 2. <laughs> I think it's going to be cool. Duel again. All right, I don't guys. think we can use that joke. I think it's now officially done. I don't, uh, I don't watch trailers. I mean, that's been, we've made that official, but I did watch the trailer. Okay. As a historian... Yes. yes, that Is makes that sense. why you watched it? No, yeah. no, about oh. the next thing we're going to talk about. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about The Last Duel. <laughs> God damn it. He knows everything about the writers, who did what. How, uh, I listened to a podcast with Matt Damon today. That's why I'm like way tied in on it. I got you. Um, okay, so I did watch this trailer, and that was Jackass. And I don't know if I have ever felt more excited about a movie that's probably going to be shit than this one. Um, it makes me so happy. It makes me feel so nostalgic. And it just brings me back to so many great times that I've had, dating back to the times I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. Because when Jackass came out and when CKY came out, I was in like 6th, 7th, 8th grade when this stuff was really blowing up. And so it brings me back to my childhood. It brings me through high school. It brings me through college. And now these, you know, the Silver Fox, Johnny Knox, uh, (laughs) you know, like these guys who have have gone through a lot some of them are gone some of them have died some of them are new um I, some of them are doing great like steve-o's doing awesome steve-o's Ooh, never been sure doing he would have been dead steve-o and he's was like, like alive and healthy and ten, sober and 10 years ago if there would have been a celebrity death pool which i don't believe in doing but if if i did i think i would have picked steve-o first mm-hmm. i mean that's how like dark and terrible a place it was that he was and uh, he was where just would you, so, where would you have bam today Probably oh, Bam first. is yeah. Probably first. We're gonna hear about that anytime. Unfortunately, it's really sad. And so I'm really excited about this. Um, I know that these guys are older. I know that they're not capable of doing some of the same physical things that they did. But the most of this wasn't based on athleticism. It was based on, on balls. Being funny, being brave, being creative, being crazy. You know, you could easily do things now that are still gonna shock people. And there are gonna be things that I'm gonna have to look away that are gonna be so disgusting and so. Is gross. it rated? For sure. Okay. But it's going to be incredible, and I'm going to see it. I might take work off to go see it. What was the was it the tarantula mask? <laughs> yeah. In oh my the god. Trailer? That oh my god. That w- I would oh, die. I'm scared. I thought just that was going to be like poop in there. When I, I did first too. Saw... I thought it was going to be something like puke. Or but poop. of course, that's that's funnier. The tarantula. Yeah, the tarantula's way Dude, there's better. a. They did a. Then it wasn't in the the trailer, but some guy like jumped a jet ski over like a shark tank. And landed directly in the shark tank and got his hand like bitten and almost died. Like a and, new guy yeah, from Jackass. Did you his, watch? Like, hand bit him. Dude, I watched this like little clip. He was doing an interview and he started like crying. He's like, I thought I was gonna die, and it was like really, really fucking hardcore, dude. 
they like had like the safety people jump in immediately, but he had already been attacked by then. What was, oh. what was was it the last jackass where they were doing the like um, the, like the big balloon ball and the the fat dude was gonna jump on it and then like spring the guy over. Mm-hmm the building and he was going to base jump essentially right but there was somebody else that was on there and like if he hadn't like he plopped off to the side and he would have fallen oh, off yes. the building like 90 stories like to his death like right. they were in like abu dhabi or something like that like that was, had to have been um what's the other one nitro circus oh you're right that was you're probably right. that nitro, was but nitro, that's the same same universe. concept yeah, yeah same yeah, universe yeah. the jackass universe <laughs> expanded universe. You're right. That was Nitro Circus. So I, 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 we I, love a universe. We I, sure do. I love a universe, and I'm here to start the Jackass universe. I want that to happen. Well, I'm excited for this. I think it looks great. I think it's going to be really funny. The one thing I'm hoping for in this is that you get all the nostalgia that you want from, from Jackass. Because we don't want too much Jackass. Mm-hmm. I want it to happen every once in a great while, where I'm like, man, those were the days. Dude, how about this moment that you get when you've never seen a Jackass episode or, or movie before, and they start to, you like, they cut to a new scene, and you start to just piece together what the fuck they're about to do. How is there anything more exciting than that, those moments? <laughs> no. When you're like, where are they? What is this? What's going to happen? And then you hear it, and it's almost better than the actual event. Okay, so here's my, here's my question for you, though. What percent of Jackass's regular watchers, historically, are women? Uh, less than 20? No. I don't know. <laughs> it's not many, right? <laughs> it's a, so you're saying this is a bro universe only? It is. Okay. This is a, a, a mostly white men universe. Like for, yeah, it, it that's is. fair. That's fair. It's... Well, that's why you love it so much. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's your, de- it's your demo, Eric. Just own it. I just, you know? It's just nice that Hollywood finally made something for white men. <laughs> besides everything else that we love i mean let's be serious though this is what they need to come from this some new people to carry jackass into the future that's what's gonna happen here maybe andy milanakis get him back i don't i just (laughs) don't dead remember him (laughs) (laughs) but eric if they came back with like jackass six and it's like all new dudes but like knoxville is kind of like in the background like Mm -hmm. laughing i don't think it's gonna have the same appeal i need to see knoxville risking life and limb that's what I need to see. I just like. I Knoxville. guarantee, if there was like a like, these are the young new jackass stars. As a cranky old guy, I would hate all of them. Like, I hate that guy. I hate this guy. This guy sucks. Bring yeah. back my crew. I want Aaron. Yeah. I want Wee Man. I want Knoxville. Preston. Yeah. Preston. You want uh, Pontius? Chris Pontius oh, has to be in there. If he's not Pontius. in, if he's not in a leopard print thong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I need I don't, dancing, yeah. dancing boy or whatever. Party boy. Party boy. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. We love it all. I can't wait. I'm taking work off. It's official. I don't okay. even know when it is. I'm taking work off and I'm going to see it at midnight. That is one of the, that their little jingle that dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can hear that anywhere in the world yeah. and you know exactly what that noise is. Then That's they right. had like the thing where it would be like Absolutely. an old woman and she'd be like, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I do remember that. Yeah. It's all, all right. pure nostalgia. Can't wait. It is. All right, guys. Time to move on to some superhero talk. We love to go there. Jim, you wanted to talk today about a WandaVision and Loki connection. Ooh, what do you got for this us? Is, you guys are going to love this. This is about as nerdy as it gets, okay? So this is going to be spoilery for the final episode of Loki. So fuck off. I don't care. Um, The part where like he who remains is at the end. Yes. And he is like having the moment where he's like and now i don't know what's gonna happen next okay and he like looks up and he's kind of confused and he has like he like he realizes something it actually if you were to play the finale of wandavision 
and this episode, Loki, um, at the, the both finales at the same time, that moment is when Scarlet Witch like gets her new powers. Like oh, it syncs up exactly when, when he like she rises up and has like now control of the book and she has like these new powers when and he's she's like, floating. Wait, when he that's, says he doesn't know what's going on. Yep. When that's the exact moment when that when she becomes like the powerful Scarlet Witch. So you're saying like from a timestamp yes, perspective like in if you each episode? Start, yes. If you start okay. them at the same time, it happens at the same time. And it, it actually could be that too, because, um, you know, this that scene happened sort of outside of time as we know it. So it, it could have happened sort of at all times or any time. So it, it totally could have been her, something to do with her, like, don't you, you love know, that they, the they pay that amount of attention to detail? I love it. It's I just think either, it's so either cool. that or they're so lazy that, like, the formula is like <laughs> at 4313, we you gotta, gotta have, have a the moment big reveal. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but for real, like, they pay so much attention that, like, you, that they know that some weird fuck is gonna hop on his computer and be like, well, I'm gonna start both at the same time. And then, like, gets to it and he was like, holy shit. Yeah. Top of Reddit. Well, that was, that person was rewarded for doing that. They That's should for damn be rewarded, sure. but I'm just saying, like, they, they love an Easter egg, and yeah. so do I. So do I. So, that's your uh, your nerdy talk for the day, but I that, love is, that. that is fucking cool. I like it so much that when you guys leave, I'm going to, like, try to find a video of it. Okay, like a YouTube video? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's actually, you should watch it, because just the way that, um, like, He Who Remains has that reaction, it's almost like he's noticing that it happened, so it is cool. Okay, um, in some news that maybe won't be as exciting, Michaela Cole from I May Destroy You is going to be in the next Black Panther. Well, why, what's wrong with that? I mean, I'm sure That's it's cool, cool, but like... She's a badass. So she wrote that show, and it got like all these accolades. She's a star. Um, and there's some talk, you guys. There's some talk that she could be storm so she's like this pretty black gal mm, and okay, that's cool the, yes there's some like never mind we don't know the name of the character <laughs> okay so now you got Scratch now he's yeah, into yeah, it yeah, he's like oh, did you say x-men okay. i love i love that you saved the x-men reveal yeah, for, for the, the actual, actual content and now eric's like okay uh, i'm wrong he's like here's something yeah. lame but uh jimbo take it away <laughs> well i was like oh man it's just another like this actress or yeah. actor might be in a movie like if that's the case, I'm here for it. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, they've there's been all the talk that they're going to try to start working in some superheroes, and it would start with this slate of movies. And I think I think it makes a lot of sense have a Black Panther. You know, she can be African, she can be whatever, um, and have her fucking be Storm. She looks perfect. Like if you look at pictures of her, she looks awesome. Can't be worse than Halle Berry. Cannot be. Uh, so well done. Do you know what happens? to toads when they're struck by lightning <laughs> same uh, thing that happens to everything else oh my god i just sh- shut it off right there remember when eric pitched x-men uh what was the last one days of oh yes uh annihilation or something like that and that was his most anticipated movie no like no no it wasn't the last one it was the Black, one before the last it was the one. one before the last one it was apocalypse it was apocalypse, the one i was yeah. so excited about with ronan and you know, we saw To be that. fair, it was shocking that it was bad. We all thought it was going to be a big fucking great movie. Did you go with me to see it in theaters and no. we saw two movies in a row? No, I hadn't I didn't see it for a long time. I was with that. two people and I don't know who I was with, but we went and saw movies and it was a double header and it was Guessing it was Tyler. It was mm-hmm. uh Days, right. it was uh, Apocalypse and the one with uh with oh god, the 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 good guys. Oh, that movie's great. That movie fucking rocks. That movie's really good. I watched that actually the other day. With with uh what's Ryan Gosling and yeah. Russell Crowe. God, yeah. is that movie oh, good? What Such a, a great movie. What a movie. All they right. really need to make a Good, good guys, guys 2. two. Yeah. And that wasn't a I was like, okay, joke. I guess I'll stay for Good Guys. And then it was like way fucking better. I was like, <laughs> I'm glad I did that. Um all right, the other thing in the MCU, uh Hercules uh, is a character in the MCU that could possibly be coming 
and being played by Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. All right, so you guys have seen Jai Courtney. He's like kind of a gruff-looking Australian actor, like pretty buff. Um, I guess I, I don't know everything he's done, but he was like Captain Boomerang in the first Suicide Squad, and he's back in this one as that. Um, so he's not in the MCU at all. And so I guess Hercules is like a real Marvel character that's like associated with Thor. Comes from like Asgard or whatever, Greek gods or whatever the fuck. Fits, so, the, mo- fits the motif. So yeah, there's like, there's talk that he, he might be showing up as Hercules in Love and Thunder, the, the next Thor 4. That'd be exciting. It'd be perfect. Give and me, he's funny too. Give me everything in Love and Thunder. I can't wait. The movie's going to be, ap- all these next Marvel movies going to be batshit crazy. Yeah. Do you think that there's weird, weird, weird stuff coming? Love and Thunder is the MCU movie you're most looking forward to right now? Um, Yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah. Movie, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hawkeye is actually going to be such a good show, you guys, even though we don't give a fuck about is Hawkeye Jeremy now, Renner that's in a- it? Yes. Then it's going to be fucking sweet. I thought you hate Jeremy Renner. I do, but they've completely changed my mind on, on all everybody that they, characters yeah. that I didn't care about. I think you hated Vision more than you hated Hawkeye. By, by a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, Vision didn't like Wanda. I mean, I thought she was beautiful, but I didn't really care about her character. Neutral. Now yeah. she is mm-hmm. my number one celebrity crush and like one of my favorite characters in all of TV and movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um I didn't care about uh, Falcon. Now I, I like him a lot. Didn't care about Winter Soldier. Now I like him. Didn't care about Loki. Now I like him. Right. Didn't care about Boba Fett. Now I like him. Literally, th- Disney Plus is just there for to expand the universe by being like, hey, all these characters that you literally didn't give a fuck about, let us tell you why you should. And they've been right every single time. So I don't care what they announce as a show. You want to know who I'm going to care about? She-Hulk. Yeah. I'm going to. It's going to come around and be like, She-Hulk, what a stupid show. And then by the end of it, I'm going to be like, that was great. She-Hulk, can't wait Title to see belt. what she does next. Title yeah. belt. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't wait to see what she does next. Like, wow. Yeah. They're good. They All got right. you. All right. Uh, moving on to DC. It's a little harder to go DC, but we have some cool DC news. First up, Aquaman is going to go blonde, which is going to look really weird for Jason Momoa. To Probably. Be blonde. But yeah. he'll, he'll still look cool. I mean, he'll have like the blonde beard and the, the blonde hair. And yeah, he'll, he'll just... He's the kind awesome, of guy that just like looks cool, like no matter what he does. True. So, and he's gonna be like underwater for a good chunk of it, you know, at the same time. So, right, the, the hair is gonna be CG yeah, anyways. It's fine. Um, yeah, man, why not? I guess that's a quick hitter, but I care. Yeah, I, I, I care. I guess. Um, and then also in DC, Ben Affleck and Jared Leto might be teaming up to do the Killing Joke on HBO Max. Yeah. So have you guys read this, that comic? Read the comic and watched the Killing Joke cartoon. Oh my God. It's so really Mark Hamill voiced that uncomfortable. One? It's like gross. This is the one where he's got the, the face like clothes pinned on, right? Mm. The Joker does. Um, no, this is one I can't where, really like, remember all the imagery. This is one oh. where he like, like assaults the Batman's like helper girl. Uh, Barbara Gordon's, Gordon. Gordon's daughter. Yeah, Jim Gordon's daughter this and paralyzes where, her and all this This is shit. like, isn't this uh, Batman kills Joker, they go in the tunnel of love, they do mm-hmm. all kinds of, it's really weird. It's really hardcore it's and on, gross. It's, it's, and it's, on, it's a great book. It's on um, Netflix. So I think was. this is something that people have, you know, comic book fans and shit, have really wanted to see adapted for a long time. So, I mean, you got the killing joke, I'm in. You got HBO Max, perfect. Like, is there a better... When you hear about something coming up, don't you just hope it's HBO? If it's time? on HBO, I'm in. Right. If it's um, if it's uh, comic book in HBO, I'm excited about it. And honestly, as much as I would like to complain about Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck on an HBO series, period, no matter what it's about, is cool. Yeah. Um, what's not cool is Jared Leto, who I fucking hate. 
I know. I hate him so much. Can they just move past him? Douche. He's the worst. I don't know if there's a less likable celebrity or actor in the fucking world than Jared Leto. O.J. Simpson? I mean, would you take O.J.? Would you rather hang out with O.J. Simpson or Jared Leto? Oh, O.J. Simpson for sure. O.J. Simpson or Jared Leto? Jared Leto, because Cosby is like is like equally. Just watch your drink; counted. you'll be fine. Um, Cosby three weeks in a row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we check off the box. Uh, well, look, man. If like I said, who cares if it's Ben Affleck and Jared Leto? That's I, actually a pretty big deal. I, I would mean, be excited big stars. if they made this. So yes, I think we would all be in on it. It's just like I'm ready to not watch Jared Leto do big stuff in my life anymore. He's so unlike. We're gonna have to watch Mobius. So That's gonna unlikable. be trash. Morbius. Morbius? Yeah. It wasn't Mobius oh, the character oh, yeah. on Mobius Loki. and Mobius. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Morbius. Morbius the, the living fucking vampire. Vampire guy. That's a that's that's, that's the first so that's one of the first superhero movies that I am not watching in theaters. Really? I go to like all of them. I know. And I'm gonna be at home for that one for free. Okay. I can wait until it's free. Even if people are like, it's actually good, I'm still gonna watch it for free or not watch it at all. Um all right, finally, Wheel of Time, which is gonna be like hopefully the next big time show on amazon plus it's coming out this november that's soon that's right that's around the corner. soon i'm i know that's like just a few months away so i'm very very excited for the show um this is up there for me with like the lord of the Rings show and a couple of the other big ones we're waiting for so yeah dude november it's happening i have high hopes for this show high hopes <sighs> you you I, think I it's just, gonna suck I, I just need to see something yeah it, it's it's hard to give an opinion you know how fucking good rosamund pike is yeah She's a badass. She's great. She is going to make this show like much, much better. It's 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 just so tough. Yeah. To, to, without seeing any footage of anything, it'll be very difficult. I'm just so, the only thing I guess I'm worried about is that they're going to make it because there are kids in it, right? It's like the main characters are like 15 year old kids, pretty much. Um, so maybe they'll age them up. I don't know. But is it going to be like PG-13 because of that? Is it like? Is it going to be like? Let's capture the audience that likes Stranger Things. That's what I don't. I don't. See. I don't really I want show know. To be that's as fuck. That's where I think it might be heading. But see, yeah. I think Stranger Things is interesting because it's the level of of adult that adults can like it. That's why. That's the brilliance of Stranger Things. The story isn't that crazy. It's that they made a show that kids like and teens like and adults like because they give you some of all of it. Yeah. The, the how children's many kids in your, How many kids in your classes watch Stranger Things? A lot. They did. A lot of them. Like okay. a lot. In between friends reruns? <laughs> no, they like... Um, Dude, your students have Grey's the worst Anatomy taste. Anatomy oh, is God. what they like. They yeah, all Every high school girl is like, oh, I'm just watching all of Grey's Anatomy for a second time. I'm like... like you are wasting your there's life. There's like 16 seasons. Like, what the fuck? Let me tell you about some good shows because, wow. And you're like, you should probably study. You have a C, I, hey, hey, Becky. I, I did... <laughs> I think I did bring this up though. One one time I watched Dark, which I've I've rambled on and on and on about on this show. Dark. If you haven't watched Love it, Dark. watch it. It's so fucking good. And I told my freshman like the same thing without fucking. And right. I I literally was like, guys, I'm watching the show Dark. It's so good. I just finished season one. You should go home and watch it. It's on Netflix. And then the next day, this kid came to my class and he was like, Burtness, what the hell? You told me to watch Dark, and I told my parents everything you said about how good it was. So we sat down to watch it. And the first scene was a nude sex scene. And I was like, <laughs> is it? I was like, damn it. I forgot about that. I was like, I really should have warned you. And he's like, yeah, man, it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> 
that, yeah. That's great. I don't remember that. Yeah, that did happen. I went back and watched it, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I really should have given I thought it started head. with his dad killing himself. No, well, it does, and then it goes right into the, what's his oh, name? Going Mads. over and, yeah. He, Mads fucking the, the kid's mom. Yeah. yeah. Jonas's yeah. mom. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. Not Mads. I don't know what his dad's name is, though. Not yeah. Mads, the yeah. other guy. Um. All right. Hot racks, guys. Top hot racks. Some hot racks. What have we been watching this week? We're going to start with a show that I believe all three of us are caught up on and have watched all of it. Ooh. That's HBO Max's White Lotus. Two episodes. Two episodes. Just two of them. Yeah. It's been fun. It's a fun show. It's, it's we- not very serious. It's weird. Yeah. Intentionally. Yeah. In a, good, in a good way. It's, it's like, like you said, did you say Wes Anderson earlier? Like I did. I okay. said that the, yeah. the main dude who runs the hotel is like a Wes Anderson character. Right. Um, I am enjoying the show. I, apparently, there's going to be a murder at some point because it's supposed to be this mini series like murder mystery. Well, through two, everybody's still alive. <laughs> and I don't really know what it doesn't seem like every scene has a purpose yet, but I'm hoping that it will. But it's very enjoyable to watch. It's like a nice, pleasant thing to watch. How cool was the scene? And I'm not going to give too much away with uh, Daddario and the mom. Any of- scene with Daddario is my favorite. That, scene. that was with- what I was going to say. How cool was the scene with Daddario? The best. No, <laughs> yeah. but like with with the mom who was the CEO. Loved yeah. It. No, that was a good scene. How it kind of twisted there at the end and got, Crazy. got heavy as hell. Didn't yeah. see it coming at all. And I love shows that do things like that. Yes. No, it's good. And that, that actress is awesome, by the way. She's really good. I think good. she She's was in great. Friday Night Lights, Connie Britton or something like Correct. that. Correct. God damn, is she talented. She was the wife. Yeah. Of the head coach. So she's great. Everybody's really good in it. And I, uh, hey, our guy Steve Zahn, got to support him. He's a Minnesota boy. Steve Zahn's a Minnesota boy? Yes, that's why we got to support his swollen balls. They were prosthetics, okay? I've you seen sure? his real balls and they're... <laughs> <laughs> he was out of work for a long time. Let's just say that. Okay, so let's let's be serious um this show i don't know what it's about we're two episodes in it's about I, a resort and some thing is going to happen there no i get it yeah. but i'm just saying like i know what's there's something is going to happen but at this point I, I don't really know what's even happening i mean this show has been like interesting interactions between human beings at a cool resort in hawaii i could watch that all day yeah no, for sure yeah. For, for sure i'm just saying like it's kind of a show about nothing at this point but they did they set it up in the beginning that you know somebody's going to die at their yes. resort or be murdered I think it's specifically yes. what they said. So, um, yeah, it's you just know that's coming. It's kind of hanging over the whole show so far. All right. Um, again, I'm going to keep this real short because I've been saying this for a few weeks now. But Dave is 100% back. Yeah. There, it's so freaking it's, it's good. It's kind of a shame that there was like three kind of dud episodes in there. And, you know, you don't get a lot of, of from this show. It's like eight episodes and they're like 25 minutes. So when you have three that suck, that's a pretty significant chunk of your season gone you know wasted but dude when it's good i just get chills man i just like like the scene with gata where you kind of you focus on his story the hype man gata i loved it i just it makes me smile makes me laugh makes me smile makes me think it's a great show i thought this last episode was so good i'm not gonna spoil it for anyone but the flashback stuff was like some of the top stuff i've seen on dave did he do oh did they bring the kid actor back to play young dave no it's like dave with a shaved face playing himself but like years before okay interesting and it's so freaking good like what a show so please go check it out dave on fx um all right something we've been talking about for a long time that we've dabbled a little bit but ryan is in that's ted lasso on apple plus what do you think oh people love it everybody has told us via instagram to watch the show one million times and i've watched five episodes like two years ago before anybody thought the show like no one is even talking about the show so i was like okay i'll give it a try and without the support of people being like dude it is great stick with it i did quit so 
I'm very, very curious to hear your take, Ryan. I think this show is an important one for like your TV viewing happiness, right? Mm -hmm. We watch a lot of dark. We watch a lot of white lotuses. We watch a ton of stuff that's got heavy content. It's fun to sort of step away from that and watch something where one man's attitude sort of takes you out of all of that, Mm -hmm. where you, you feel like, man, if I could just be super positive all the time i you know like anyway jason sudeikis is fantastic yeah as ted lasso love him the british actors for the most part that are on the show are fantastic um the owner of the football club um i forget her name the woman yeah yeah awesome like really good Mm -hmm. um the show and she's trying to this is i mean this is first episode stuff they hired him because they thought he would suck and they're trying to tank the team down to a lower, like, uh, to piss off her ex-husband or something? Her and her husband split up. She okay. wants to ruin the football club. Okay. To, like, shove it in his face. Got right? it. Got it. And Ted Lasso's got a can-do attitude. Right. And... Scrappy. <clears throat> I think this show is super fun. It's very lighthearted. Like, there's not a lot of heavy, you know, lifting to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sports-related. But if you've ever played any team sport or read about any team sport, or viewed any other sporting television or, or movie spectacle, right? it all kind of makes sense. Like, it's it's not anything that would be out of the ordinary. I but feel, it is Premier League stuff, which is kind of kind of interesting. It dovetails into a lot of our interests, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, That's why I fucking knew you were going to love the show. I feel like this... Sh- I, I woke up the last two days figuring out how I can carve out 35 <laughs> minutes of my day to watch another episode of Ted... Ted Lasso. That's awesome. So you're on what episode of? Right I'll be now? I'll be episode six, season one, and season two is dropping now. So like, it they do it bi-weekly. It's not yep. like they're going to drop the whole thing. So I think there's like one or two episodes of season two out right now. Correct. It's all on Apple TV Plus or whatever the hell. Which yeah. yep. if you are listening right now and you're like, well, I don't have that. If you're holding an iPhone, you probably do. If you, if buy, you buy anything any Apple from products, Apple, you probably have it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just so go, go watch check it. it. It's and everything else on there is trash. Like, the dude, that Jason trash. Momoa show is like maybe the worst thing I've ever tried to watch. The morning show, I guess, is like people enjoy it, but I couldn't really get it. Into wasn't it wasn't that good. Yeah. Um. But anyway, this is this is like a super bingeable show. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've we've used uh, everybody uses that phrase, but like this is one like you could knock out in the weekend and you'd be happy that right. you did it. And and I can't wait to finish season one. I can't wait to see where this goes. Also, Jason Sudeikis showed up to the premiere and i think you posted this on our instagram with a, a Jaden bakayo and marcus mm-hmm. t-shirt that was cool to support the the english players from the euros who missed their penalties just to say like hey yeah this is because bigger than so much hate. bigger than all that's and yeah. and i completely support you guys so like cool cool on him i guarantee that wasn't like a pr stunt that was probably something that he wanted to do on his own yeah um I think the show is like an A. I love it. That's awesome. I, I mean, at, at, through five episodes, it's like a 94 for me. It, it's like uh, Parks and Rec in a way of it, it takes a couple episodes for like them to kind of find their footing and how they're writing all of these different characters and weaving all these stories in and out. Yeah. But like once you finally get into like episode four, you're like, okay, they've, they've kind of figured out a lot of this stuff and I can't wait to see where it goes. So the cranky older player on the team. Who's that supposed to be? Give me know. an example of somebody that that could be. John Terry. He probably doesn't know who that is. Like yeah, old Chelsea captain. Um, I mean, I this is say... an active player, but he's like older. You know what I mean? He's like considered a little bit like washed up or is he getting um, washed up? Henderson. Yeah. Jordan Henderson, maybe. Okay. Jordan Henderson in two years. 
Got it. Like maybe um, maybe lost a little bit of a step, but like still has a lot of respect for being like veteran status. Hey, Eric, I have something that you might be excited to hear. Guess what show I picked up and I'm going to finish? Succession. Oh, yes. What a move. I That's know. the right move. It is the right move and I'm enjoying it and I am back. It's great. And I'm, I think I only have like three more episodes and I'll be caught up and ready to watch the new season when it's it drops great. this it's fall. A, so. It's a great show. It's a great fucking show. All right, Jim, you've oh, also been watching American Horror Story. Yeah, I mean, look, dude. It's on Hulu. So this is that Ryan Murphy dude that makes, like, the most TV ever, anybody ever could make. Literally. Like, he just has, like, 15 shows at any given time. Um, all generic. It's all so generic. the same. So, like, yeah. look, this one I'm like, okay, I maybe will try the show because it's uh, a little different. It's not like a full season of American Horror Story, which I've tried to watch some of those, and they're so bad. They're just bad. Um, this is, like, one hour separate story new actors move on okay although the first two episodes are part one and part two of a bigger story um it is just so ryan murphy it's unbelievable everyone is gay and it's a horror show and they they're like it's like the story of like gay ghosts essentially everybody's gay everybody's fucking and they're all killing each other i mean it's not a good show this is an anti-wreck it's an anti-wreck okay i'm not gonna keep watching it okay it's just more of the same um it's just it's I, I'm done with this dude, man. His shows like look good. They look like like it's going to be a good show, and then you listen to the dialogue, and you're like, "This is the worst shit I've ever heard." And boy, can they cut a trailer? Yeah, they yeah, know they how to cut some trailers. Of the imagery. Yeah, um, it's not good, man. It's a dumb, dumb, pulpy, goofy show. All right, Ryan, you watched the Woodstock '99 documentary on HBO Max. I've heard a lot of good things. What did you think? So this it's called uh, Woodstock '99, like peace, love, and rage. I think was kind of the overarching premise. And so basically, like, if you don't remember Woodstock 99, which, you know, not a lot of people do, but they were trying to bring back, you know, there's Woodstock in 69 and there was Woodstock 94. And then five years later, they tried to do it again. Same people, same, same, same dudes. place. No, different no, place. Different place. They did the 99 was done at an Air Force, uh, like a, it was a, a retired military base, if you will. Okay. Um, they used it because there was already like infrastructure of like fences and gates and ways to keep people out that didn't pay for tickets and things like that, okay. which also meant like you couldn't import any water to the people yeah. that were super thirsty. So like, they, you know, they talk about all the problems. I remember mostly what I remember about is like waters were like $15 or not even available at all. And then like everybody burned the whole fucking thing down. Yeah. The waters were four bucks for a bottle. Okay. Which in 1999 was probably pretty atrocious. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. They kind of, they go through like not only like all of the problems with the infrastructure and you know the commodities but then like just who was this marketed to Mm -hmm. like it turned into like mtv spring break like college bros you know and all of the like sexual assaults that were going on and like women who were like just sitting on their boyfriend's shoulders like trying to watch a concert and like people coming up and like ripping their shirts off and i mean there's a lot of like sort of graphic content that's kind of portrayed on this show that's like very disturbing and somehow moby made it into this documentary what did he perform yeah he did yeah he did for like because so what they were trying to do is make like a 24 7 concert venue so like you had all the acts going all day but then there was like a rave from like 2 to 6 a.m wow like a, a separate like hangar I guess, if you will, like a, a plane hanger. And so like acts like Moby would be playing there like all night long. Okay. And they talk about like the security guards, like how they, they got their credentials and would 
you know, take bottles of water away from people that were trying to come in. But if they were like, oh, you got a bag of ecstasy, like slip me a 20 and you can take it in, you know, like that kind of shit. Like it was just really weird, like really fucked up, like how the whole thing went. And then the guys that put it on, of course, took no responsibility for any of the shit that went wrong. And were like, wow, it's Limp Biscuits' fault that this, that everyone wanted to burn stuff down. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like it's again, like you're blaming Marilyn Manson for Columbine. You're blaming Fred Durst for your shitty event getting you know, torch to the ground, but it, it's a really, it's like an hour and a half tight 90. Yeah. Documentary. It's like right in the wheelhouse. It's really well done. Um, it's, it's Bill Simmons doing like a, a, a version of 30 for 30 for HBO. Oh, it's Bill Simmons. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's like an executive producer. It's the oh. ringer and HBO. Yeah. Which, wow. That's which, a big deal. Which HBO funds the ringer initial investor. Yeah. So <laughs> we've seen it's, it's them working together on this. That's cool. But like, Bill Simmons has some pretty good ideas for things to do. And I think that I think they did a really good job of like they they brought in some like people that were there. They brought in security guards. They they talked to like Jewel. They talked to um the offspring. They talked to Moby. They talked to a bunch of different acts. And some of them were like, dude, as soon as we finished our set, we got the fuck out of there. They knew it, some shit it was felt go down. weird. You know, they they talked about like, you know, Kid Rock. Like this was his big like sort of marquee, like coming out. It was all about like new metal. At that time, Corn, Limpiscuit, Corn, Limpiscuit. Oh yeah, they, they, uh, Jonathan Davis was was uh, one of the big interviews that they had too. Okay. Um, and Metallica, Rage Against the Machine, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were there when it was like finally dying down, right? Yep. Well, no, they were they there were at the end. They, they were there. Closed it though. Well, they were there earlier. Like I think Red Hot Chili Peppers were like Friday, but they weren't around. Like Limp Biscuit was like Saturday night late, oh, okay. and Metallica was like later. Like anyway, so Chili Peppers are an all time great band, right? You guys yeah. not think so? Do you guys I, like Flea's penis? Yeah, there's a lot of that. You get to see Flea's penis. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a cool. little bit. I'm into that. Why but not? anyway, so overall, it's a really cool documentary blast from the past. Like, you know, there were kids in college I knew that were like, I was at Woodstock 99, and it Crazy. was fucking weird. Yeah. And that's not something I would have ever gone to, you know, right. growing up in a super conservative I just know, wasn't household. into rock in that way, but yeah. It would have been cool to see, minus all the bullshit. Right, I think it would have been cool to be like, dude, you got to see the Chili Peppers, Metallica, Limp Biscuit, Corn, like in their fucking prime. Would have been awesome. Minus, Didn't go like minus that. all the crap. Yeah. So anyway, it's a it's a hot wreck. What's the name of it? Peace, love, and peace, rage. love, and rage. Okay, yeah, or something like that. Sweet man. So here's who who, who he had at it though. You had DMX. You DMX had, open. Yeah, he starts it, and they they touch on this. <clears throat> He's like uh, calling call and response with the crowd. Yeah, and. See you, white dudes are responding with the N word, mm. like to DMX, like to his. It's it's his song, yeah, and they're they're saying it back to him, but it's like really uncomfortable. Yeah, lit Buck Cherry, the Roots, Insane Clown Posse, George Clinton, and the P Funk All Stars, James Brown, uh, Live, Cheryl Crow, DMX, The Offspring, Corn, Bush, um, Moby, Everclear, Ice Cube. Chemical Brothers, Kid Rock, Wyclef, Counting Crows, Dave Matthews Band, Alanis Morissette, Limp Biscuit, Rage Against the Machine, Metallica. That's absurd. It's pretty cool. Fat Boy Slim, uh, Seven Dust, Godsmack, Megadeth, Willie Nelson, Elvis Costello, Jewel, Creed, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, oh. you know who else has a big interview? Pretty cool. St- Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. Yes. I love it. All right, guys. Actually, seems to have it like kind of together. But and the other thing you touched on is like there was Jewel, Cheryl Crow. And Alanis Morissette, and they were all like sandwiched in between, like bunched like angry dude acts, and like then they had to come out, and Jewel has to sing her like you know, 
kind of folksy oh, Alaska God. music. Like, felt really bad for her. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, guys, here we go. That song is sick. It's so beautiful. Very just, good. That is... Uh, makes my ears feel nice. Here we go. It's Summer of Star Wars, and we are watching The Empire Strikes Back, the biggest and the highest rated Star Wars movie ever. Rightfully so. Yeah. I'll be curious. I'm excited to rank this later. We'll do that at the end. Me we'll too. We'll rank it right in with the other ones. So, all right. So, let's just get started on it right away. Um, this movie starts on... Hoth. Hoth. Hoth or Hoth? <laughs> I think Lude I can clear this or up. lube. <laughs> <laughs> Set that one up. So H-O-T-H. Hoth. Okay, yes. so it's like the snow planet. Now, I this have a sucks. lot of issues with this. Why? So many issues with the very beginning of this. Okay, first off, the Tauntaun, uh, which is like this giant creature that they ride in a really awkward way. The Tauntaun is native of Hoth. Okay? They've lived on Hoth, you would assume, for millennia. They're well adapted. They're like uh, the Hoth, like the Yoshi of Hoth. But they just fucking freeze to death? Well, yeah, they don't go out in this the storms. This is a native-ass animal, and he just freezes to death here. Okay, but Luke goes out. Why is Luke going out on a mission? Like uh, how some... great was that line when they're like, Your Tauntaun will freeze before you reach the first marker. Then I'll see you in hell. It's like, I mean, that was so aggressive, jumping, Han. Jumping very far ahead here. but like, Not really. This, this is, is all the beginning. the beginning shit. Luke riding a Tauntaun. He's like out and about. He's like, I just saw a meteorite. Oh, I better go yeah, check okay, it out. Okay, okay. There you go. Now right. you're setting the stage. Like he's not just out like meandering. He on is meandering. Hoth. He's doing missions that fucking nameless soldiers should be doing. He is the chosen one. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that like enough time has passed where he is a leader, and so he's is a Leia, big deal. And they're like general or, or captain, and they all have titles and. Yeah, they're they're all the big deal in the rebellion at this time. I mean, this would be like if we picked celebrities and athletes to be our generals in a world war and LeBron was like a big deal on Team USA. And then we were like, LeBron, just go off on your own on some fucking lame ass mission in the middle of a snowstorm. It was some bullshit. Well, why you have all these this? idiots and they're like, <laughs> actually, like the only two people that are really capable of doing this are Han and Luke and Chewie. So they, he goes out and then he gets like, can't use the force to know that even though his Tauntaun knows that there's a fucking creature rolling up on him, Luke clueless gets absolutely violently bashed in the face and like cut his face open with claws. Yeah. Shit was wild. By the abominable snowman. And you know yeah. what's funny is that um, they actually had to write that scene in because Mark Hamill was in a horrible car crash. Yeah. Between the two movies. Yes. And his face was different. Like it's, and he's, he used to be like a, good-looking kid now he's like an ugly fuck yeah i mean pretty much yeah Yeah. so they kind of had to explain that so he gets all messed up from this and uh he's like hanging by his feet unconscious as his tauntaun is like devoured by whatever this animal is the abominable snowman yeah pretty much um pretty much pulled right from that movie with like uh rudolph the red claymation yeah Yeah. exactly you get a lot of like uncomfortable lines from han and leia early but han goes off to look for his friend which is nice he cuts open the the uh Tauntaun uses with, the lightsaber, with the lightsaber yep. which was kind of sick. I yep. was pretty excited about that. Great lines in there, you know, like, what, what does he say? Like, oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. That's yeah. great. That was cool. He puts Luke in the inside to keep him alive. Uh, you can only assume he's in there as well. While I get the shelter built, is yeah. what he said. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah, still was sick, though. Yeah. That whole thing, him with the lightsaber, I was in for all yeah. of that. That was all good. Um, how'd they do Luke so fucking dirty, though, when he got back? Like, why didn't they, like, why don't they like cover up the bottom half of that tube so we didn't see him in his like diaper? 
<laughs> I know. Man, that, that was so weird. The the fucking chosen one needs to be shown a little more. They should help a him. A little have, more discretion. Yeah. Let him keep his dignity even yeah, though he's pooping I, into a space diaper. Let's like wrap the bottom half of that tube while he's in there. Because right. that wasn't that was unacceptable. Or yeah, you, I mean you could just blur the glass. Well then yeah, they pull him right. out and he makes out with his sister, so it's not like it's he's doing himself any favors. No, either. he's struggling at this point. Chosen one, no, I don't think so. Um but that's, yeah. That's two Yomi Jr. He There you go. I will say though the great great lines in this is yeah. this not the best dialogue out of any movie for sure the dialogue is shit no it's not it's clever but it, and but it's it, memorable the dialogue is shit anytime it's han making weird sexist remarks to leia i okay but but they're memorable. i'm about to say something i liked all that but they're memorable it for me. it's it's the most memorable everything is so quotable in this movie mm-hmm. that even when it's bad it's so perfectly cheesy bad that it's like lives forever in pop culture Right. Like there there isn't bad in this because everything that happened is just like timeless. And you know what? Not that much happens in this movie. Nah. I mean the the main event that happens is that their base is discovered. Mm-hmm. And that's early on. And then nothing, you know, then there's kind of the showdown later, but that's it. There's like two two parts to the movie and that's it's not a lot of moving parts. It's not complicated. I thought that the first scene, though, so their base gets discovered, and there is a land attack on Hoth. It's really exciting. Yeah. Like, as the big, what are they called? They're trying to get the transports out. The AT-ATs. AT-ATs yep. show yep. up. That shit was fucking great. The tra- the transport stuff with Leia giving the whole plan was great. Um, Luke. The, the speeders going after the giant robot camels oh, was fantastic. It was awesome. Luke going and just jumping up and cutting them open was really cool. Throwing the grenades in. And then just disconnecting from and the, and 120 feet up. And then you have... Uh, it's a fluffy landing. That's no. Yeah, but you remember in the in the prequels, they, they like jump out of building. Yeah, like, yeah, They yeah. don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. Like, That's true. But but in this... He's also untrained. Yeah, he so. really doesn't know he can do that. You get you get um, some really good stuff with um, Leia and Han coming back to save her. They are kind of off on their own mission this whole time, trying to escape um, like this Empire cruiser that's behind them the whole time. They can't jump to hyper, hyper speed. What Hyperspace. Hyperspace. Yeah. They to can't light jump, speed. Yeah. Can't jump that whole time. They end up like flying into what is like an asteroid belt or asteroid field and landing on a giant asteroid, which is a pretty cool thing. You know what? In watching this, I kept coming back to like The Last Jedi. They're actually pretty similar. You know, Force Awakens. Well, we're not there yet, right? But yeah. Force Awakens is going to be like a straight remake of New Hope. It's yes. actually annoying and weird. I was actually surprised how much The Last Jedi is it has parallels to Empire. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of escaping. The base has been found out. I mean, they're on the run. Yes. It's the same damn plot. Pretty close. It pretty much is. I, I liked all that. I thought that stuff was cool. Um, Luke is told by... You mean Ben Kenobi? <laughs> he tells him, as a Force ghost, you need to go to... The Dagobah system. Yeah. To go find this Jedi there Master. you will learn from Yoda. Yoda. The, the, the Jedi Master who instructed me. So, Which isn't really true. Dude, let's be serious. I mean, Not he did, but... Yoda sucks yoda is a disaster i actually thought that yoda was actually had real wisdom in this movie for the first time like not, in the prequels he was just 20 minutes missing, missing missing not in the first 20 minutes he's on the screen where he's like bop, 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 bop. have well, you ever seen that seagull he's like a fucking cut? muppet look up like yoda seagull on youtube right now if you're listening <laughs> to this it's so fucking funny it's like one of those bad dub things. Oh, it's oh. so bad. No, you're the, right. You're right. But I think that was intentional like funny, because dude. he was 
He was like testing him. He's mm-hmm. hiding, and so he can't yeah. be like, "I am Yoda, the Jedi." Yeah, right. He's got to pretend to be like a, a a canoe and like he's a Muppet. Yeah, he, he is though. literally a Muppet. He's Jim a, Henson was doing the Muppeting. Was he really? Yeah, he's he just is a Muppet being a Muppet. He's so goofy at the beginning, and don't get me wrong, he gets some really like iconic like. You know, you know, there is no try. Yeah, he has some great lines. He, in well, but, and he's he also could... testing Luke's patience, right? Because mm-hmm. that's one of the big things that one of the themes they come back to is like, are you able to be patient? Yeah. And and wait for your time, which he's not. And he leaves. The mm-hmm. first half of the movie with Yoda, though, is like hard to watch. Like he's so annoying. And then he gets better and better and better. I get it. I understand why people like Yoda. But yeah. he's, he's a little rough at first. This That's whole fair. time, you have Han and Leia and company. Um, they're stuck in like a giant worm, kind of. And did you know that that was like just a small little set that they built? Yeah. Where they pulled it out of there, like on a string. Oh, oh really? Funny. They pulled it out of there and they had like a puppet of the of the big worm thing that they flew out of. Well, you know, they do. They All those ships and stuff were all scale models. And I just thought they did so much better on spaceship scenes. Yeah. Like when they have like shit blowing up on them it still looks bad like looks the, bad. like the laser space lasers hitting stuff it yeah. looks stupid because it, it literally doesn't affect the model at all yeah <laughs> it just is like a flash of color on there but they looked awesome i just thought the ships looked great in this i do and then you have um they go to the sky cloud city cloud best city, pin which was sky- cool yeah I, I like this. It was so much easier to track. There wasn't yeah. one million fucking planets that they're always jumping they, around. They go to the well, I think that like, was there was like three <clears throat> locations. One thing to, to Hoth, Dagobah, and and Bespin, right? Like one of the things I think that diverges from the Last Jedi sort of corollary that you made, yeah, is that <clears throat> excuse me, we weren't following the entire rebellion on the run from uh, the Empire, right? We were following a small subset. Of yeah. the rebellion, which was Han and Leia, three PO, etc., and then Luke going off on his own. Right. It wasn't like, all oh, this is the ship of yeah. all of the people that are left alive, kind <laughs> of right. you know moving along, having so was, hyperspeed issues. Or it was a nice yeah. slice of the people of the rebellion that you really cared about off trying to not get caught. Right. Okay, so I did really enjoy most of the stuff with um, Han and, and Leia. I really did. It's mm-hmm. it's good, and their chemistry is great. Even though some of their Han lines are is, so bad, is the reason this movie is so good is because it's a Han Solo movie. Yeah, it is. It's Luke was was the first one, and yeah. this is absolutely his story. Um, he has way more screen time, way more lines. It's it's his friend that they go to see in Bespin. Yeah. It's like all about him. And that's why it was so, so good. And I actually liked Lando and I couldn't stop thinking about like how perfect, um, I, I know I didn't love him in the movie, but how perfect, uh, Donald Glover was yeah. as Lando. Right. Like he, he was perfect. Yeah. Because he kind of captured the like, all right, I'm swaggy. I'm smooth, but I'm also like pretty insecure. Yeah. And that came through, I think, with this guy, too. For sure. With he, Billy he was, D. Williams. He was perfect in that. So um, in this, they get captured. He has to make a deal. Um, Lando doesn't want to, but he has to make a deal with Darth Vader um, to hand them over. They, you know, take Chewie. They have a broken up um, R2, uh, C-3PO. Which was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they, they put Han Solo in Carbonite. Can we talk about the scene, though? Like, imagine... It's 1979 or 1980, whenever this one came out. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, they found a friend in Lando Calrissian and they're going to dinner. 
and no big deal. And they open the door, and there stands. And, and guess what Darth Han's reaction is? Pull the fucking gun. So anyways, I started blasting. I started it's, blasting. It's like yeah. the Frank Reynolds meme, yeah. dude. Um, loved that. I, that reminded me of the of the scene where like Obi-Wan jumped out the window immediately with zero yeah. hesitation. I loved it. Obviously, and, pointless, and there's no way Han Solo could ever touch Vader, and I, they made that very clear. But it was still like, he's a brave son of a bitch. And with all the cool stuff happening with that crew, Luke's stuff with Yoda is pretty boring. Yep. Like, like I, I was I, I really the, the bored. The movie was dragging a little bit here. I, I was really bored with all of Luke's training. I agree with, like, how many times does he have to stack the rocks? Like I was looking at my phone. Like, when that was happening, I was like, ugh, this except, is not good. Except for the part where he's like, it's cold. And yeah. then he had to go in, and, and it ended up being, like, a, a fake Vader. I loved that. I mm-hmm. thought that was that cool. That part was good. That part was sweet. And also, I just want you guys to know, so that I, to prepare for this podcast, I listened to Binge Mode Star Wars, okay? Ooh. I listened to Binge for Wars Star Wars. Epi- for again. Empire? Yeah, I've listened to it in the past. I listened to it again. So, to, so you can steal all their takes? To or? get excited about it. And I just want to... So I, I need to give them credit because I would have never known this without listening to this. Um, they asked about Darth Vader and how he got the name Darth Vader. And there was this rumor that Darth Vader translated to like Dark Father, but that's not true. So Vader, isn't no. it like Vader or something like that in German is father? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, it, it, that was nothing to do with it. Got it. But in reality, it was the third choice. Um, the first choice that almost happened was, <laughs> I'm not joking. Are you going to be serious right now? Yeah. What? The first choice for for Darth Vader's name was Darth Wilson. <laughs> no, no way. I'm serious. And the second choice was Darth Smith. <laughs> what? They yeah. were going to give him a normal business person's Darth name. Darth Wilson and Darth Smith were the two that they were thinking of most, and then they eventually settled on Darth Vader. I think wow. they made the right choice. Yeah, Holy Darth Wilson shit. is the worst name <laughs> ever. Darth Wilson. Um, so, anyways, that part was really cool. Um, but Luke knows that there is uh, a trap. He knows it's a trap, mm-hmm. but he knows he has to go back and try to save his friends. Yeah, and like I was surprised watching this. Like Yoda and Obi Wan Ghost both show up and are like, "Luke, don't go, don't go, fucking don't go." And he he goes anyways. He was like, "What am I supposed to but do?" But there's let no them real die? consequences. And they were like, "Well, yeah, well, man, motherfucker, yeah, maybe should um, better that than like turn to the dark side, right?" And then we're all lost. So. Also, one of the things I I unless that cabin is sealed for the x-wing like how did he get the swamp stink like out of there like all the water all the circuits just That's what work you were worried about they just work fine yeah it's been buried underwater for a week yeah and he exhumes it from the swamp and they're like yeah no, it's fine they did it totally in, uh, sealed engine the rise of skywalker too so, ray pulls that thing out of the ocean it's been in there for fucking true. years true so Luke um, heads back, and he walks right into a trap. He knows he is, um, but he dukes it out with Vader in what was was so much better than anything that we saw in the first movie. They finally figured out how to make lightsabers look cool. The lighting was so good in the scene, and the mood, the the set, the whole mood was fantastic. The set was fucking sweet, but like some of the dialogue was kind of silly, like "Mm, impressive. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Some of it was kind of silly, and it was hard to like. He like jumps, and then they cut to him like climbing up some pipes. Like it was kind of silly sometimes when it wasn't supposed to be. But in that in that moment. Vader turned his back to flip the switch yeah, yeah, to yeah. seal him in carbonite, and he says, "All too easy." Right, right, right. And he so he thinks he got he's him. got him, and then Luke had forced his, you know, done the force jump all the way up to the oh, he was quick to the tube. Yeah, yep. no, it was it was cool, and like I can only imagine that people who saw this movie in theaters were like, "This is fucking." This is, this is the pinnacle of filmmaking. We're almost yeah. to maybe the biggest moment of all of Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
did everybody like in our generation since you know this movie had come out did everybody just know this i don't remember the first time experiencing that moment i think i just knew maybe going into it the yeah, first time i watched did. it you did. do you think that audiences would have figured it out or were they just like because i feel like they've let, they had enough clues that you could have guessed but they but you know you still don't even know leia's his sister at that when this movie ends that's still that's going to be revealed in the next one do you think people had enough context and guessed that or was it just a fucking shocker to everybody i, think I would it was say a shock i would say yes it's a shock i don't think so because i don't they feel fucked it up throughout well, the movies what they fuck it up multiple multiple times what are you talking he's about? like he's like what happened to my dad anyways and he's like vader killed him Right. It's like they didn't even know until like they're making the second movie. That no, I think they knew. No, no I think way. I think I think George knew. They knew he didn't want to George tell him that. Claims he knew, but why was he saying? Why is Obi Wan who would fucking know? Yeah, he was lying to him to protect him. He didn't want him to like know that his dad was Darth Vader, which yeah. he was like some critical information. Like well, he knew he'd be tempted by. I mean, they did have him like Luke literally had two lines of dialogue asking Obi Wan, "Why didn't Obi tell me? Why didn't fucking yeah, Obi Wan tell it. me?" Yeah, maybe. To fix it, for maybe. sure. He, I don't think George so. claims that he had this plan all along, but I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, okay. But, but he even had the prequels like mapped out when he made the, the original trilogy. Yeah, so I think I think, I think he did, man. If he had the trilogies worked out, how come we never hear a mention of Qui-Gon Jinn? Because, all right, I don't know. I think you're being a little too critical for a film that was made in the 70s. But to answer your original question, I don't think because there was there's no online blogs, there was no you know mm. Reddit... At that time, I don't think anybody watching Empire Strikes Back in the theater had a clue that this was coming. Because it was, it hits every time. It's wild, though, because he doesn't time. say, Luke, I am your father, like every person has said. In, Luke, in, I am your father. You that's know who, not what you know, he even says. No, you know no. who ruined that? Chris Farley in Tommy Boy. Oh, because that's what that's, Cause that's what he says. says when he's talking into the fan uh, in the office. Luke and so everyone repeats that. And yeah. it's like, no, that's not the line. That's funny. That's yeah. where that came from. Well, there you go. He doesn't even say it like that. He says, no, I am your father. Yeah. Like it's no, totally says, different. No, I am your father. There we go. That was master splinter right there. Um, and then I am epic here, moment. My son. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a conclusion. Um, <laughs> So, but then he like, okay, great moment, epic moment, love it, huge reveal, Luke's reaction, Mark Hamill has a great performance there of like devastation, shock, all those things. Mm -hmm. And then a really cheesy thing happens, and he just falls like 700 feet, and then gets like sucked into a tube, yeah. and then it's like goofy, he's like falling through these like series of tubes. It's pretty goofy, yeah. that part. I that wish that they had weak. just had a, this keeps a different, my, somehow, uh, written a different way for him to escape that situation than this, just jump. This keeps my jump into a pit theory completely alive. Oh, yeah. the, the, wow. There's no safer space in Star Wars than in jumping a into a voidless yeah. pit. Yep. So well, he, it worked for him, but he, then he ends up on the bottom of Best Pin, and I'm like, are they just going to like run into him to save him or see him? And I was like, this is going to be cheesy, but I did like that he reached out he to... He force calls... Force called, yeah. ...her, and that kind of tells that she also has some force It powers. does, and then the other clue you would have gotten there was like when obi-wan when luke says like hey fuck you guys i'm i'm going anyways they like you get one line between yeah. luke and obi and obi-wan's like he's, he's our only hope. hope and then yoda's like no there is another no but like, my Ooh. favorite thing was literally was literally um jason saying proving that he had no fucking plan for the prequels being like obi you fucking took the two kids. You had them in your arms. You gave one of them yeah. away to this person. You brought one of them back to fucking Darth Vader's old house. You know that there's two of them. Like I know, but dude, he's 
I, I still don't think it's like he didn't know that Leia was alive. Like, I don't think that ruins anything. He was just saying, like, dude, Luke is clearly, like, on the path to being a okay. Jedi. He's our hope. Okay, so here's the deal. This is my thought the whole time. I liked this movie. I thought it was really good. Yeah. It holds up pretty well mm-hmm. for a fucking old-ass movie. But this is going to be such an unpopular opinion. They should remake these three movies. <laughs> they should remake well, them. They, make, they remade one of them. They should remake all three yeah. of these. And and that doesn't mean that these movies should never be watched or they should be erased or something. But the problem is, to me, is that there's the, the reason that people love Star Wars now is because the the greater canon, the entire universe, the, the storytelling is so perfect. And what you have to do in all of the movies on either side of this one is like make up for the fact that they didn't really have a cohesive plan to build what they were doing with these middle movies it would star be like, wars is a, is the universe is just retcon retcon retcon. it's just retcon and so to me as much as i, th- I thought this movie was so critical to movie making and it, it holds up for a movie that's over 40 years old better than probably any other movie ever like it was fucking good but they should remake this and make a billion dollars off of it and they should add all of the things in that they have to fucking retcon in so that it actually tells a cool cohesive story you can't do that you just can't i'd do it uh, you can't i'm doing it you 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 can't we are, we tried to recast han solo it didn't work you yeah. you can't recast luke skywalker you can't recast princess leia you'd you go to it on the opening i night. think the casting oh, would be oh i'm the... not saying i wouldn't go yeah. i'm saying that for all of the complaints that we had about the last jedi and whatever uh the rise of skywalker and the force awakens you're going to have 10 times over if you're going to yeah. try and recreate well, something that was, thing, like, that was iconic. what's the point to to remake it just visuals well then they can visuals you know, they added scenes. And 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 fixing all their problems well so every time you make a change there's going to be people that are like pissed off and if you don't make a change then it'll be like why'd you even make it it's the same fucking movie with like a little better visuals yeah but what they'll do they'll be so pissed off all the way to the movie theater to pay $12 (laughs) to go see it and I'm not saying it wouldn't be good but Eric I don't I, I think that toothpaste is out of the tube just leave it be it's flawed it's imperfect mm-hmm. and it needs to stay that way it's just like yeah. if, if she would have written the fourth harry potter book with the triwizard tournament and she was like he's in his fourth year already weird we don't know what happened before and then they would have went back and like tried to finish both sides of his journey like 30 years later it would have been fucking hard because you you can't tell a story on either sides of something and like add yeah. enough context to it to make sense and be interesting and so like the the only flaw with this movie is like i have to just suspend disbelief a lot of times where i'm like uh yeah well this happened and like now it's they're just pretending does it feel it like it's sort of well i think that's hard the, to make the full connection between what we've seen before and what we're seeing well, i now. think that's also kind part of, of that's yeah. part of the problem too because you already know way too much about the universe yeah for this movie for this movie to make sense mm-hmm. that's the issue and, and and i love this movie and that's a fair criticism, but I would also say that have if your memory was erased, I would knew, love this and movie. You knew nothing about it. You would think this movie is a ninety-nine out of a hundred for, for yeah. sure. And, and that's my only issue with it. Like if the if the prequels and the sequels never came out, this movie would be better than it is now because it's in the middle of a story mm. that they've added a lot of things on both sides that they can't go back and fix. Well, not only they, you, you say they like George added some of it and then 
Disney added a bunch of other stuff that yeah. never really fit. And there, mm-hmm. there's good shit that like they've added. Like Qui Gon, like they could th- come back and throw fucking Job of the Hut like weird scenes in. Why couldn't they throw in a Qui Gon Force Ghost like moment into this? And then I'd be like, all right, yeah, like he taught he taught Obi Wan how to for- how to be a Force Ghost. Mm-hmm. We know that. We were positive of that. Yeah. So like it's kind of weird then when you get here and then that like people are just like deleted. Well, maybe it was the only yeah. like George couldn't start with Episode One, right? Oh, because yeah. it was too technical, technically difficult. Yeah. And so he had to start somewhere, and this was his vision. Or maybe he didn't even envision this going beyond three films, yeah. right? Or he, he was still writing the stories as this was going on, right? I mean, For it's, sure. it's not. And like, like it's, it's not a, like a blame game of like, oh, they really fucked this up. I think that they had. It's just bigger than they, they could have imagined. They had an mm-hmm. outline, but now that you know the nine story novel, yeah. it's difficult to watch something that kicked so it all down. off. That is very stripped down and not look at it with a critical eye and be like, well, why didn't they do this? And why did they do that? They didn't know. Yeah. So I think well, you have to give him a pass on that. I think what's hard is that George tells everyone he had this plan all along and everything was already planned. I think he had an outline. But like everybody mm-hmm. else is kind of like, yeah, dude, he didn't really, he didn't know. And like, for instance, he wrote nine stories that he thought this was going to be originally. And Leia was not going to be Luke's sister originally. In his original plans, like from the director well, of the first He was also going to call Darth Vader Darth Wilson. Darth so Wilson. like there's some, there's some <laughs> yeah. decisions that he got made along the way. He had some things that he was like still trying to figure out and that's okay. But like, it's just a little hard when we have so much context on either side of it. And then you're kind of like, oh man, we're kind of missing some stuff here. So yeah. maybe it's just go it. in and fix some things or whatever. But like, I don't know. I really liked this. I thought it was one of the better movies, but um, all right, so let's rank it. Let's do it. Or let's, I think uh, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, uh, give it a Rotten Tomato score. Okay, my Rotten Tomato score is a it's an 86. I really liked this movie. Okay. Um, it is old, and it's there's there's some really boring parts, but overall, like it looks so cool. The sets are so cool. Um, most of the acting is good, even though some of the dialogue is really terrible. Like the acting and the the chemistry amongst the main characters is so good that mm-hmm. all of the cheesy shit just doesn't really matter. To I me. think trimming down the cast. Yeah. Like the main cast was the smartest move that they did. Yeah. And they're just like, we're going to focus on like the best characters that we have and we're just going to run with it. Yeah. So I, I really liked it. And if I had to rate it, I think I would still go um, Rogue One would be first for me. Um, I think my second favorite movie was uh, The Revenge of the Sith. Yep. My me third favorite movie was um, the, the, the Empire Strikes Back. Okay. My fourth favorite was. Um, Solo. My fifth favorite was A New Hope. My sixth favorite was Attack of the, Attack Clones. Of the Clones. And my seventh favorite was The Phantom Menace. Okay. Um, I will take that exact same approach, but Except. I'm just going to switch the end. Um, I thought Phantom Menace was slightly better than Solo, and I think Solo is my least favorite. Okay. But yes, do what's, it. I thought what's your Rotten sure. Tomato score? Um, it's a 89. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. A little stripped down, and it gets a little draggy in the middle, which I was surprised mm-hmm. about. I'm really excited for next week because, although, like, this this is going to feel a lot more of a modern movie to you, Eric, I think. So that was exciting, and there's a lot that goes on, and it's big, and it's fun, and there's tons of characters, and it's it's just... But it is a little cheesy and wacky, too, especially with the Eric's going to... I can't... Here's Eric's take. Fast forward to next week. Ready? Are you telling me an Ewok with a stick is just going to hit <laughs> one of these stormtroopers on the head with, like, one pound of, of force, and he's going to knock get knocked the fuck out? Yeah, That's what is. you're going to complain is. about. It is. going to be my complaint. Yeah. Like, when it I get to that part, complaint. I'm going to be like, fuck, it's they so like, bad. They made 3PO like a, the leader of their community because... <laughs> Yeah. he was a robot 
Yeah. yeah. No, it, I like that part. Um, I'm with Jim. I think 89 is the perfect score. Like, I think, I feel like anything in the 90s is a little too high. Mm-hmm. It is flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some boring parts, as Eric mentioned. Yeah. Um, I think the rankings you guys have are pretty good. I'm a little bit older than you. Mm-hmm. Just not I would put, too much, but I would put Empire ahead of Revenge of the Sith. That's okay. For me. Like, that would be number two. It's Rogue One. But it's one. still Rogue One for you. Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One is so Empire. Sick. Revenge. Yeah. That's fair, too. Um, probably A New Hope, Attack of the Clones, Solo, Phantom Menace. Okay. For me. Okay. Perfect. All right. Phantom Menace. <sighs> this is fun, you guys. Still sucked. bringing up the caboose. Yeah, it sucked. Yes. All right, guys. That is it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. Watch the next one. Uh, the Empire... No, the... Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi uh, with us this week. And we will discuss it next week. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode. Until next week, thank you guys for listening to the Nordies Podcast.